What has he done to this chair? It's like got hair all over it and it's really small. That's the wrong chair. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Hey guys, welcome back to Climbing Daily. Today on the Wednesday news show, we have big 9C news, some ascents from the Himalayas, and obviously all the catch up from the bouldering and speed climbing World Cups. What's up first, though, Terry T? Obviously, the 9C news. That's. Cebuan. Yes, Cebuan. Cebuan has made the first ascent of his long standing project, DNA, in the Verdun Gorge, France, giving it a proposed grade of 9C making it currently only the second route of that grade in the world. The route which Seb bolted back in 2019 can be found in the Ramerol sector of the Verdun Gorge, where Seb has previously put up several routes including La Rage d'Adam, a 9B forward slash plus route back in 2019. He spent 150 days on the route, trying it over 250 times, three times what he has previously spent on a route which was 50 days for Beyond Integral, a 9B forward slash plus route. And it's with these numbers, along with his previous hardest ascent of change, a 9B forward slash plus in Norway, on which he spent 40 days, that he has proposed a grade of 9C for his new route, DNA. For more details on the route, head over to the Black Diamond website for the full written interview with Seb. In the meantime, we managed to catch up with the man himself to ask him how he felt after his historic ascent. Hi, everyone. So, a short interview for DNA, the the last uh, big project uh, I, I did in the Verdun Gorge. Um, so basically, it's hard, still hard to realize um, it's done because I spent too many days on, uh, too many tries, and it was kind of uh, routine <laughs> to to walk the route and fall on the same place. And, and now it's done, it's like, oh, uh, I have no, not to do it anymore. It's, <laughs> it's a bit weird, but still, Still super good and, and the post sending vibes are quite good actually. Um, so yeah, where well, well, to find the motivation to try such a hard route? It's um, I think it came from maybe uh, the whole process. I bought the route and and it's uh, on my home climbing place. Uh, this is help a lot because um, it's not so far. I have not to travel too much to go there and. And it's yeah, it helps a lot on the mind because if if it's not going well, I, I just came home and, and train and, and do other things and, and come back when I'm ready. I had quite 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 a bit of pressure this year because it was like the last cold days before the spring and summer and and I knew there was a key hold, a pinch key hold to, to grab and, and without good condition it's quite quite hard for me. So I did it with a perfect uh, Perfect day, perfect conditions, good good vibes. So amazing. Complimenti. Complimenti. Very good. Very good. It's very good to see a climber putting himself out there, putting a 90 route out there, the second 90 route in the world. Yes. Let's hope that Stefano Gosofi doesn't come along and downgrade it. Let's hope this sticks, yeah. But I mean 250 attempts. He really wants other people to come along and try it. Yeah. But that is a big investment. There's a lot of time to spend in the Verdon Gorge. But it's beautiful. It's a beautiful place, uh, but at the same time, he does live there, so it's kind of easy for him just like to pop along. It's, uh, yeah, it's almost like you need to live next to your 9C project. That I mean, that's kind of what Adam did with, with Silence. Seb is there in, in the Verdun. I'm going to sound very so. uh, uh, unknowledgeable here, but okay. Silence was in Czech Republic. Uh, Norway. All oh, right, okay. But 
I mean, he went over there, built a gym just to like warm up and, and then climb silence. So that's a lot of commitment, you know, for one route. True. And he's, and he's also got his big RV that he takes everywhere with him and his big team. And he takes a mattress, like a double mattress. The, the bouldering crash pad. I was talking the thing diamond. that he sleeps in, no. but <laughs> no, nah, I'm kidding. That is in the video though, of silence. Takes his own cook. He's not Roger Federer. Uh, but no, it's good. It's good. And I, I, like I said before, I like the way that like climbers, when they use the kind of scientific theory, the mathematical theory of like, right, 50 days on this route, that's a 9B. Therefore, if I take three, 250 days on this route, it's going to be a certain route kind of thing. So actually, if you work that out, uh, it does make sense that this one is, is a 9C. However, he is the first ascensionist. He is working out the moves. So that gives you another couple of extra days yeah. that you have to spend on it kind of thing. But he was also like alone trying it. I feel if you're a first ascensionist and you try it with other people, yeah. then maybe you can get more of a balanced opinion on, on, the, on the grade of the route instead, like Adam, like on silence, he was alone. So I wonder maybe... how many days of those 250 days uh, was belayed by his mum. <laughs> She's a very good belayer. Isn't she also like a really strong climber? I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. But she's just, she does belay him quite a lot, doesn't she? Man. Yeah, sweetie? Could you do me a favor? Next, we're going to come climbing news. Over the weekend, we saw the first Speed World Cup of the year in Seoul, South Korea. Both men and women's Speed World records were broken in the qualifying round. Kiramal Katibin from Indonesia stopped the clock at 5.17 seconds, and Alexander Miroslav broke again her own record by setting a time of 6.64. In the finals, she also went on to take the gold medal with a clean run. However, in the men's category, the final race was so dramatic, with multiple full starts. The podium was a full Indonesian affair, with Federic Leonardo getting the gold. Bouldering was up next, and in the women's final, for the first time in a while, we didn't see Yanya Gambrit, since she decided to take some time off. It was still an incredible and spectacular event, with Brooke Rabatut topping out three boulders to get a bronze medal, Oriane Berton was inches away from her first senior gold medal. She started off with a flash of boulder number one and in total got four zones and three tops. Only Natalia Grossman could beat her, and she did by topping out all four boulders. In the men's final, Paul Jenft was the only non-Japanese climber, and I guess it comes with no surprise that on the podium we just saw the Japanese dominance. Yoshiyuki Ogata with three tops secured a bronze medal, Tomoe Narasaki and Kokoro Fuji battled it out for gold, and they were only separated by attempts. Kokoro, climbing in his iconic robot style, flashed Boulder 3 and took less attempts on Boulder 4, another gold medal for his collection. So is this a new era of Asian domination in competition climbing that we're seeing? Not necessarily. However, uh, maybe this time they were lucky with the time zone, less traveling for them. But yeah, definitely a show of strength in the bouldering, full Japanese podium and on the speed, full Indonesian podium. Yeah, impressive. Definitely. And then in the women's, uh, yeah, it's good to see that everybody else got a little bit of a chance now that Yanya Gambrett wasn't competing in that one. Yes, again, not a surprising list of females in, in the finals. Uh, Stasha got in fourth, actually, and obviously it, she battled it out. She was, you know, like, she's always a cool competition climber to, to watch. True. And I was also impressed watching the highlights of um, the, the American team. Yes. So two in the girls' bouldering podium and one on the speed podium as yeah, well. Yeah, Emma in uh, on speed got bronze. Yeah, I was it's, impressed. Um, 
So I think they're like, obviously the, the US team are obviously doing something something right, you know? Yeah, I mean, Natalia is, has always been up there with, with Natalia in, in the past year as well. Yeah. Uh, Natalia has been up with Yanya. Did I say that? Yes, I meant those two. That's what yes, you meant? That's what I meant. Anything else from that that you want to make a note of? I honestly still need to watch the full bouldering final. Oh, really? Because it was during the day and... Um, you saw the highlights though from, from YouTube so and, and Instagram and stuff. Yes, but I quite like watching the comp. Yes, so, true, true. Yes. It's not always possible though, is it? You got, no. you're, you're a bit, you've got a busy lifestyle. I mean, it was Saturday afternoon. I'd, I'd rather, it was a beautiful day. You know, I'd rather go climbing. But it was... <laughs> Fair enough. All right, next up, we got reports of No Capote only having another repeat. 8a.nu reports that 17-year-old Ukrainian climber Ilya Bakmet Smolensky has made the fourth ascent of the Fontainebleau route No Capote only. The route, which was first ascended back in 2019 by French climber Charles Barefoot Albert, was initially proposed as the second 9A V17 boulder in the world. The route has since seen two repeats with new grades of 8C plus forward slash 9A and also 8C by the first and second repeaters proposed. Ilya himself has previously climbed 8B plus in boulder and 9A in sport, shooting to fame in 2018 when he became at the time the youngest person to climb a 9A at the age of 13, beating Adam Ondra and Ashima Shirashi in that regard. Despite this legitimate track record of high-end climbing, controversy over the ascent remains as the send footage of the route does not show the full frame of the boulder. In the first part, his feet are not visible, and there also seems to be an apparent glitch in the video at the dino section later on. These two elements, particularly the glitch, have led some commenters on the video to question its legitimacy. Some saying that the shadows make it look like it's two climbs stitched together. However, people have also voiced the support of the young climber, saying that they know him and he would not do something like that. We tried to get an interview with Ilya to address some of these questions, but we were unable to get a hold of him at short notice. Was Ilya wearing shoes on his ascent of No Capote only? Ilya was wearing shoes on his uh, ascent of No Capote only. Um, but it does raise a lot of other questions about kind of having um, to uh, record, like to have a, like a, a witness or to have like some kind of like record, like uh, recording of like if you've actually climbed it, whatever kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, but actually, I think most of the comments the kind of the feet thing being out of frame, people don't really have so much of an issue with that. They have an issue with the glitch and people are saying that the shadow, uh, like before and after the glitch is kind of like significant enough right. that to change. Have you overanalyzed the footage? I've overanalyzed the footage. And what do you I've think? I've gone back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. The thing is, they're saying that if you kind of go from 20 to like, so like 20 seconds before the glitch, <clears throat> to just after the glitch, there's a significant difference. Okay. However, it seems like even in real time, mm -hmm. and actually at times the, the footage is sped up. Okay. So even in like, as you see it, just like in a continuous shot, it, it, the, the sun does seem to move even in that time. The sun is moving pretty quickly over okay. the rock. So actually my conclusion, and I've got to say that, I mean, I don't think it's a fake. I think it's a real set. Mm -hmm. And even like the, the, the guy's left like the watermark of the, the editing software that he's used. Like mm -hmm. there's obviously just been like a bit of an issue with the video. It's kind of glitched. People are saying that like his right foot isn't in the right position just before the glitch. Okay. And then the, in, after the glitch, he's like managed to make out. I looked at that as well. I couldn't see 
any discrepancy in it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I like I I've kind of been following the, him for a while. He like I said, he's like climbed nine eight at the age of thirteen. Yeah. This guy is like so strong. Oh, he has pedigree. Absolutely. I know filmmakers that have worked with him said that he's a stand-up kid. He's like a family kid. He's like super, like he's supported really well by his, his parents kind of thing. I don't believe he would uh, put up a fake. I think it's just... Clouds. Yeah, I think well, I think it's just like maybe naivety to a certain aspect. He's like, oh yeah, I've sent it. Let's put up the video kind mm. of thing. Not really thinking like the the people would question like the, the framing at the start yeah. and the fact that people would uh, question the kind of glitch. Um, so yeah, so I don't think there is an issue with it. Uh, hopefully, we'll try and get him on like an interview at some point, not to grill him, but just to kind of maybe just clear it up, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's still an amazingly impressive ascent, considering he's only um, climbed eight B plus up until this point. What a step so up! So big, 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 a big step up. Big step yeah, up. Yeah, because we still don't know what the grade is. Because he's like, I don't know what the grade is. I haven't even climbed an eight C before, so I have no <laughs> idea what this is like. That's fair enough not to put up a grade right away if uh, if you don't have that the baseline. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But right, um, let's move on to Himalayan news. The Guardian reports that Nepali mountaineer Kamirita Sherpa has scaled the highest mountain in the world, Everest, for a record 26th time, beating his own previous record set last year. He has held the record since May 2018, and he also holds the most ascents of mountains over 8,000 meters, with 38 in total. His latest ascent was up the southeast ridge and comes 28 years after his first ascent, back in 1994. Staying in the Himalayas, Planet Mountain have reported a first repeat of the much-coveted west face of Changabang, a 6,880-metre mountain in India. The original ascent back in 1976 made by British mountaineers Peter Boardman and Joe Tasker was seen as the baptism of a new era of technical climbing in the high-altitude mountains of the Himalayas and was for a time considered the hardest and most technical climb in the ranges. The repeat comes from an Australian-New Zealand team of Kim Ladiges and Matthew Scholes, both from Australia, and Daniel Joel of New Zealand. 20 teams have attempted this face in the intervening 46 years, but this is the first to summit and return to base camp all in one piece. So for a time, this route was the hardest route in the Himalayas. And now what's the hardest route? I don't know, but don't this know was either. the hardest route in the Himalayas. Uh, but yeah, no, apparently back in the day, 1976, um, this team kind of went up this. And actually the report goes more into the detail of their report, uh, of their ascent, because it was like seen as this incredible, technical, huge face, uh, super difficult. And the fact that nobody's done it in 46 years, uh, I think quite a few have died like try- and trying it. And now eventually this New Zealand Australian team have, have managed it. It's very impressive. Yeah, from all those attempts that went wrong, I guess it's quite telling of how difficult it, it is. Indeed. And then also, I just want to give a shout out to Kami Rita Sherpa for uh, extending his own record. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. nobody's going to beat that for a while, I don't think. I think he's within, like, he's held it since May 2018. So, like, nobody else has done more than 23 or 4, I think. So. How does it work with the world record book? Do they just give him a new placard every time? That's a good point. Maybe they just, like, give him a phone call and say, hey, well done. We'll email you your certificate. Um, Gold star. Another gold star. 26 gold stars. (laughs) Talk to you next year. Yeah, see you next year. Keep going. But he is, like, how old is he? He's, like, uh, 51 now, I think. 50s, yeah. Yeah, because he wanted to get 25 before, uh, before he retired. Um, and 
he's now got 26, so. Gosh, he must be tired though. That's, you think so, but they're, they're, made of, they're made of sterner stuff, uh, Nepalese. That is um, true. Uh, mountaineers. So. Sorry, I didn't mean walking. I know I said walking, but like trekking, trekking. and climbing. Yeah, that stuff. The hardcore stuff. <laughs> the hardcore uh, stuff. Anyway, next up we got... The 9A Roundup. 8A.new reports a Swiss climber, Dylan Schwatt, has made a repeat of Adam Andre's Super Finale 9A in Raoul, Switzerland, and it took him just three sessions. Also on 8A.new, Joe Kinder has sent Tiger Queen. In a cave in Utah, we're not sure where, it's a 9A route bolted by his wife. Spanish com climber, Ana Belen Argudo Marugan, has made an ascent of El Intento, 8C plus slash 9A, in Cuenca, Spain. This comes just a month after her previous 9A, Cordia Maleficarum. Excellent roundup, uh, Terry. See, si, I like good. the 9A roundup. Thank you for writing it. He's very quick. <laughs> very right. quick this week. Yeah, because everybody was in South Korea. Doing, doing other stuff. Or in Europe, because there was also the bouldering uh, European Cup this weekend. True. There were so many competitions. But we didn't report on that one. <sighs> Pick and choose. Pick and choose. What's next? Next up, uh, well, it's 9B counter time. Really? Sure? C. 9C counter time. Right, so we got one thing to add, and it is... A 9C. So five points for Seb Wong. Does he shoot to the top? We don't know, because we don't know where the table is. Where is the table? Where's Dave or Steve or Jim or T Tony, whatever his name is? I was meant to do it. I was Matt's, meant to do it for this week. Matt, and Matt with a spreadsheet is not a good mix, I've no, got to say. Uh, yeah. Um, Where's the algorithm? Where's the platforms? Where's the, the, the formulas? Where's all the people that do our technical stuff for us? I think we should have just kept the paper one. The what? A paper 9B count. Yeah, that's true. Okay, shop stuff. What are we doing? We're talking about merch because merch. at last, Epic TV has some merch and Teresa's going to show you exactly what that means. Her mic front's kind of in the way, but oh. there's a cool design in the background. Uh, we got Pictures gray hoodies. On screen. We got we got black t-shirts. I've, yes. I've, I've got the same kind of thing on the back as you. Gray t-shirts, hoodies, beanies, um, new Tights, buff, buff, leggings, leggings, uh, bright colors. Shorts. Yeah. We're just listing things. But basically, yes, go check out the Epic TV merch because it's all in stock. Merch. 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 Love that word. That is very exciting. Uh, yes. Next up, we've got some medias. We. Medias. Okay, so I'm going to talk about this. Basically, um, uh, we have a film with a uh, guy called Ben Hanna. Hanna. Ben Hanna? Yes. Ben Hanna, right? I really like Hanna. Just, you know, Hanna. Just we call him Hannah. So this is Hannah. Uh, here's a little teaser of Ben Hannah. So there's one thing that Teresa knows about Ben Hannah, uh, and it is. Oh, nothing. That he made uh, semifinals in Meringen for the first time after like six years of competition climbing. Really? Yes. Excellent. Something Another like uh, testament to the uh, American coaching team. Yes, Josh indeed. Larson. Well done. Indeed. Um, yeah, so that film is coming out on Thursday. Stay tuned uh, to that. It's a good one. It's basically him smashing a whole bunch of different 8C plus 9A routes. Shot very nicely by a, a filmmaker called Paul Doffling. Uh, so big up Paul, big up Ben. Can't wait big to see Big up Teresa it. for knowing that fact about him in the semifinals. 
Next up, we got a chit chat. We got a chit chat. Yes. Go on then, introduce the chit chat. Well, this week's What's discussion. The What's the question? Big question. Do climbs need to be filmed in order to be true? Okay. What's your opinion? No. Everybody could just go out there and climb whatever they want to climb. You can leave your phones in your pockets and just enjoy the day, right? And then it's just anarchy no. everywhere. Like people just we have to take we have to take people in the world. Is that what Honesty, you're saying? Honesty. That's what climbing is about, isn't it? Unbelievable. I you mean, gotta be honest. The thing is, even if you do get video footage, uh, it gets questioned. It gets questioned anyway. Uh, so I think that I had a really good point about this before, and I can't remember what it was. It was effectively that. Um, that aside, uh, Ilias aside, like you know, I think like if it, we've had like instances in the past where by people have kind of gone out and they've like basically not they've they've done stuff and they, but they haven't like done stuff and there's been like controversy and and it's like made a whole bunch of people kind of fall out. Why not just get the footage? Why not just get the video footage or just get like, at least have a witness. You can need to have a witness. That's my kind of point is that you should have at least have a witness of somebody there kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter. I mean, usually you're belayed by, you know, a friend, a companion. You can just agree on like lying about it. So. Yeah, but then at least as a witness, at least you're in it together. Oh, so you're lying together. Yeah. So that's a solution. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you don't film it, lie together. I mean, but, like. I'm not. I don't feel that strongly about that because I've just like I've just had a big argument about how I believe that Ilya uh, did it. Um, it's a little bit of a grey area. I the thing is, what I do think is though is that when you get to high end built, like climbing and bouldering, yeah, you kind of need to like when you're like pushing the boundaries of it. Mm -hmm. People do kind of need to see uh, they because there will always be people questioning you and like whether that matters or not. That's another question, but. Uh, Uli Steck, uh, I remember when he did the Annapurna ascent and he lost his phone on the way up. Which and it was Uli Steck. And like all right. of all the people that could go and solo Uli Steck and do this incredible kind of uh, ascent, um, it was Uli Steck. But there were real disbelievers that he didn't do that ascent oh, because right. he, he, he dropped his phone and he didn't have a, a summit photo, basically. And he, he soloed it. He was on his own, wasn't he? Soloed it oh. on his own in his normal kind of style, did it, was a Took, was on the on his way up. Was going to take a photo. Dropped his glove and his and his uh, camera. Got to the top. Was like, I can't take a photo anymore, can I? I mean, gravity is a thing, especially uh, for climbers. <laughs> exactly. It, um, it just there's just things that happen, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you have a reputation, I guess like Uli did. Still, he got questioned by by the climbing community if you did it or questioned. not. So actually, what I'm saying is that I kind of understand that like it's a bit ridiculous, but I think when you come to the high end stuff, it kind of needs to be done. Mm, but what about shooting things afterwards? Because even with Epic TV videos, how many times did a crew need to go Never. after the ascent yeah, <laughs> to yeah, film times. the moves? Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, there is like nothing quite like getting that um, that video footage of that that send for, that send foot send it when you send the when you send the route kind of thing raw raw, raw send footage and, that, and you don't it doesn't even matter where you film it from if it could be from the ground it could be whatever that that's that's always pretty impressive mm. um but yeah no i i it's a tricky one but i think when you're pushing the boundaries of the sport you kind of need to have like at least a witness yeah i feel it bad was... saying that because i've just really 
the whole Ilya thing I believe him so whatever but he recorded it he filmed he it didn't, he didn't film I think, it I think like the fact is he recorded it and like we that there is evidence there like yeah. And like we know the glitches and stuff always happen when when you film. Like anything can go wrong. It's technology. It's still not, you know, bulletproof. So Yeah, you can figure get the press record. Anyway, comment <laughs> of the week. That was a uh, interesting discussion. To film or not to film? To film or not to film. Occasionally. Which seems a silly question coming from us. Because of course we would say that we want to film. Uh anyway. Comment of the week. Help or, me out. Go. Yes. Where is your comment of the well, week? I don't know. No. You, I want you to say yours first, please. We need to sing. Uh, no, okay. no, no. We've got the guy. Cut to him. It's time for the comment of the week. Time for Timmy's comment of the week. Mine's from Stitch. He says, Mam, like ma'am. Jam, like jam. Again. <laughs> No idea what that means. It, it's of a root. It's. I'm not gonna say it wrong again. Go on, but Jen. I am going to. Mam like mam. A root called Mahamayama, something like that. <laughs> I'm saying it wrong again. I know that. I could have learned by now. Um, Mahamayama. Mahamayama, that one, yes. <laughs> Maybe. Mahamayama. Okay. Um, thanks, uh, thanks, Skitch. Stitch. Stitch. Good comment. Uh, somebody I'm get, says, I'm, right I'm picking this comment because it has 65 likes. Uh, Demiltz, he says, come on guys, please don't put spoilers in the title just a couple of days after the event happened. Yeah. 65 likes. People yeah. agree with him. I agree too, but then... Well, that should have been the talking point, not the video stuff. Oh. <laughs> that then... should have been the talking point, Teresa! <laughs> but then isn't this like a news thing, like this... On a Wednesday, like the comps are over the weekend, you know, social media is quite quick. The world goes on quite quickly. I know, but like, for example, weren't you just saying that you hadn't watched the uh, the full replay yet? I know, but like, I still need to report on it. I still need to watch the videos. And like, like I watch it because like, because I love it. I love competition climbing or watching them. Like, I don't care who wins. If it's like a new kid, good for them. I don't, this is around, sorry. Anyway, I, I, uh, I definitely I definitely remember us saying that we weren't going to put the spoilers in the title. I, know, I think you guys forgot, didn't you? No, it was a slow week last week. It was a slow news week. It was week. a slow news week last week. Yes. Okay. And well, Alamandra as well, a title there's, there's and a thumbnail thing, works. As, I think there's one thing that Teresa wants to say right now to all of you guys. All 65 of you and plus the Mills. What is I'm it? I'm sorry, but Alamandra does make a good cover. Yeah. I am sorry, but you know. Yeah, sorry. Anyway. <laughs> She's sorry three note. times. Uh, <laughs> on that, that lovely sorry. note, on that apologetic note, yours apologetically, is that it? Um, yes. We are off to Greece this week. So please keep up on all our social media channels. Uh, links down below. And Especially TikTok. Subscribe to TikTok because that's where we're going to be uploading all the fun stuff. Matt and I did a dance. Matt and that did a dance. If you want to see that, go and subscribe to it. And if you want to see more dances, let us know. Please do it. See you next Bye. week.